and we're all gonna die. Hey, what's going on? Bosco here, here with Zach. Hey, how's it going? Well, fantastic. <laughs> uh, we watched uh, this week, we watched um, Don't Look Up, starring Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, we can just we can just say Leo. Everybody no. will know who we're talking yeah, about. But I mean, we only Leo. Leo. No last name. No last name. Just Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio. We got Jennifer Lawrence and uh, a bunch of other like small parts. Timothy uh, Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Ariana Grande. And, oh, <laughs> and the angel Ariana Grande. Um, Directed by Adam McKay. Yes, written by Adam McKay, and I was like I was mentioning right before it started, um, co-written by uh, David Sirota, who's uh, speak was a speechwriter and advisor for the Bernie Sanders campaign. Oh, great! So, would you say this movie has a tilt? Yeah, for sure. No <laughs> yeah? doubt. Well, yeah, of course it does. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the character Meryl Streep, play, just a little bit of context, the film is, is a disaster comedy, dark comedy film. Yeah. Basically, I love the premise. The premise is that um, two scientists, that's Leo's character and Jennifer Lawrence's character, are studying the night sky where they find a comet. And they start observing the comet and find that its trajectory is headed right towards Earth. And it's huge, and it's gonna it's a it's a planet cracker. It's gonna destroy the whole world. So now it is their job to their duty, their responsibility, to go in and inform the U.S. government that uh, this comet's headed straight for the Earth and is gonna destroy everyone unless you know the government, the U.S. government works together with the other various nations of the world and through a massive oh, the global go- the go- effort. the government working in a timely manner? Oh, yeah, that always happens. They destroy the comet and they deflect it away from Earth and thus the day is saved. So clearly that's how the movie goes. Yeah. It's a heartwarming film yeah. about cooperation yeah. and being a citizen of the world. Psych, just kidding. It ends in the worst way possible. <laughs> so Meryl Streep's what I was going to say when because you, you brought up the guy... That was worked David for David Sirota. Yes, um, the character Meryl Streep plays Madam President, and she is a stand without for it, Donald Trump. Yeah, without it being said, it's like a spoof parody character of Donald yeah. Trump, essentially very like grandiose. Um, how how she looks, you know? Jonah Hill is blonde. Jo- Jonah Hill as a Don Junior though was fantastic. <laughs> He's literally there, like I'm the chief of staff and the president's son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's very uh, it's very uh, dark humor. I'd say very gal. I feel like it's gallows humor for sure. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, There's darker comedies out there. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, of course. Um, but I think it's a I think it's a pretty good showing for uh, Adam McKay. I think he uh, you were mentioning before that kind of comparing it to Vice, you yeah. prefer Vice yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Um. I I think this is I think this is good. It's uh, I liked Vice a lot. Um. I think this is on par with it, but I I do think Vice is a little bit better. But I think it's on par. Uh. 
I there's a lot of good there's a lot of really funny moments in this like a lot of uh, a lot of things made me made well me okay really here's the laugh. first thing I want to ask you is when they first go to the White House and the four star generals there mm-hmm. and he brings a tiny little bag of like cheese it crackers and a bottle of water and he says it's ten dollars sorry they gouge you here at the White House and so everybody pays him ten dollars he's the top general from the Pentagon you know supposed to be Always sitting be in hustling. on their briefing. And then, and then uh, when Jennifer Lawrence goes back to get snacks and she asks the person sitting there, how much does this cost? Who do I pay? And she's like, are you kidding me? It's free. And the whole time, you know, she brings it up, not a lot throughout the movie, but a few times. She's like, why do you think he, he ripped us off like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why do you think he did that? Um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a top general. And he brought them tiny because little it, snacks because, uh, and to, water. To hustle people like that is the American way. You think it's a hustle? I thought it was more of a power move. Yeah, it was probably. a power move. Yeah, like definitely. just being like, "Yep, yeah, ten dollars." <laughs> yeah, he was also like the like the general. <laughs> and they didn't even question him. Really, yeah. they're just like, "Yeah, okay." Because uh, <laughs> why would you expect him to be dishonest? But yet yeah. he's di- he is dishonest, and it's a power move for him to be oh, dishonest. For sure. And I think that is kind of a prevailing theme here. Is like the dishonesty of the presidential administration is part of their power move. The dishonesty of the media is part of their power move. When Leo's character is at the top of his, you know, character arc where he's getting all the media attention, like he becomes dishonest himself where he, in the, in the point in the film, when he has the most power, when he has the most clout is when he's also the most dishonest. So I find it interesting that uh, a recurring theme in this film is that, that dishonesty is part of power and that yeah. and that being dishonest and or manipulative is a power move right so i think that's a interesting that's interesting yeah. yeah no i can see that i can see that uh, i mean donald trump's whole presidency was built on like basically being dishonest lying blatantly even when you know it's not true and yeah. him getting away with it and every time it was for it was he like a power it was it. like a power move for him like you yeah. knew he was lying and it was almost like challenging Dude, him on those know, lies you know just like reinforced him the first thing that comes to mind is you remember when there was like that global leader summit and mm. he's like standing with all those guys and he's like at the back of the pack and he starts like shaking people's hands mm. super hard and like and he like gets to the front and he's like yeah 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 i mean that's <laughs> that leads me to another question i have about this about this film it's a very um american centric film like the whole sure. film takes place in america but yet this is a global threat but yet the American government isn't in isn't reaching out to the other leaders of the world. There's no international scientific community coming to get like Leo. Like in the beginning, they do say, "Oh, let's get this information to Cambridge. Let's get it to the universities in Europe and Asia you know and Australia." You know, you know what's an- another really funny part, and it, it just kind of goes to sh- like I do believe that you know the elites are elitist like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the point where he goes like Michigan State, where Jonah Hill's like. Yeah, you know, uh, they're top researchers from Michigan State. He's like, Michigan State? Really? Not an Ivy League? You know what I mean? But hold on. I want to stay on this question. Like, why is this film so... Like, obviously, it's, it's, you know, satirizing U.S. politics and, and U.S. media in general. But, like, why is there no... Like, you would think with a global threat like this, even in a movie that's like not that serious, that there'd be some like international coordination, you yeah. know, he doesn't never in the film. Is it talk about like, Oh, here's how other countries are, what the other did, ones are doing, did, except for one point yeah. when they say, Oh, Russia tried to launch their deflection missile and it blew up on the well, launch after pad. After the U S cut them out of the deal, because basically 
Uh, this is heavy spoilers. Heavy spoilers. Um, basically, uh, when they d- they do a first attempt, they're gonna launch nukes at it, shoot it away. What ends up happening is, uh, who I think is probably like one of the more standout roles in this movie. The guy, I don't know what his name is, but he plays like the Elon Musk, like technocratic. Oh, yeah. uh, um, uh, He's like a fill in for like all the elite yeah, billionaires. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And um, like about like how like. He reminded me of a character from the TV show Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. The the lawyer guy. No, not the lawyer. He reminded me of like a character like the Peter Gregory. Yes, I see what you're saying. You know, kind of like the billionaire technocratic, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get elite. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um and uh yeah, it it was it's he pulls her aside and is like, Well, there's a lot of money that we could be making if we, you know, if we blow the meteor or the comet into uh smaller comets and we'll uh, extract the resources, right? And uh, and that's basically what they end up doing because we live in a capitalist, you know, hellhole. Hold on, I'm still a little, a little want to talk a little bit more. Sure. So it in in regards to the thing about it being very America centric. Okay. Sure. You know, other than the fact that the the comet's gonna land outside Chile, mm-hmm. and like, even when they do allude to like the pieces landing there, they're like, oh yeah, the Chilean government has agreed to sacrifice many of its people (laughs) in order for profit. But, and other than that thing with Russia and Chile, there isn't much other like coordination or talk about what other countries are doing or how the rest of the world's reacting or handling it, you know? And I I wonder if that's done on purpose to like, I think, uh, you know, as a way to like uh, a commentary or a satire of like American isolationism or like American first, idea or like anti you know quote-unquote i don't know for lack of a better phrase globalism you know um you know so i wonder like you know is this how america handles a lot of its like glow like say climate change is the obvious one that comes to mind like oh is it like each country every country for themselves like you know very individualistic every country for themselves like fuck the rest of the world like we have our own plan we have our own interest and you know to hell with every other nation yeah i think it's like poking fun at like definitely like the american mentality for sure like as far as like where like everything revolves around them and you know like you said i think the isolate like the american isolationism isn't it funny when madam president's on the ship and she gives a speech and she addresses the whole world but like there's yet she's like oh citizens of the world but yeah it's like all American flags everywhere, fireworks yeah. going off. It's like very, yeah. you know, hurrah USA. Like it's literally like out of a movie. <laughs> like yeah, because it's in a movie. But yes, I uh, I think I think that was for sure on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, you look at like Donald Trump. I mean, you said it yourself the American the America first type mentality. Mm. That's. Or to think America's the hero of the world, yeah. too. Yeah, know? true, true. Like, like we, you know, like... We're number one. We'll take care of the problem, even though they don't. You know, you, know? The, you know what's the interesting part, though, too, is that you don't, like, you don't really see, like, the rest of the world try to do their own effort until, like, the very last minute, you know what yeah. I mean? Which I also kind of found was interesting. And it's not even really shown. It's just, you know, mentioned. Oh, they tried and they failed. No, Russia. They, sh- they showed it. They showed them the oh, yeah. thing blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's but... that's it. It was just, like, one, yeah, one brief, frame. you know, and it wasn't, he didn't even say what it was at first, and then, 
And but yeah, it was like, oh, Russia and tri- China tried, but you know, because you gotta at least mention, oh, you know, Russia yeah. and China's out there doing their thing, but yeah. the rest of the world, it's USA, and then and then the 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 quote unquote baddies, the Russians and the yeah. Chinese, <laughs> over in a far distant corner of the world, yeah. the rest of the Earth might as well be pure ocean. <laughs> um, you know, you know, it's one part I think this movie really hit on well. And it could have been, it could have been very cringe because, mm. but they actually did it in a very like believable way. But like mm. the use of social media in this movie, I think yeah. was actually pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah. Pretty like, as far as like, um, like when, when the girl goes on the, the talk show and then she's like, oh, we're all going to die. And then they meme her and then they go like, mm-hmm. oh, he's, oh, the hot, the hot astronomer. <laughs> <laughs> because even the movie has to acknowledge that Leo is Leo. It kept, you know, I thought it was funny. It like kept making like subtle like meta comments or like, you know, self-commentary where it was like, you know, when he first goes in to get to you know get interviewed they're like oh you have a great face let's let's bring it let's accentuate those features yeah. you know yeah yeah because <laughs> even the movie has to acknowledge we're big leo fans all right big. and then they're a whole time they call him the a-i-l-f A-I-L- yeah astronomer i'd like to fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, i'm one of those so i don't know i thought i thought it was it was done pretty well uh like kind of like the uh like when something would happen and they would just show like a barrage of like different videos of like people being like, don't look up, don't look up. (laughs) I did. I do like how it kind of like portrayed just like the general media shit storm and American discourse. Yeah. Yeah. That is like our current like media, like mixture of like mainstream media with social media and like the general shit storm that that forms every time. Also, you know, like how you remember how they keep trying to announce it, and yeah. like they're constantly overshadowed by like you know a pop star Ariana Grande's character, her yeah. breakup with like, you know DJ when, whoever. Yeah, and whenever they like that's bigger news than the world's gonna end, and uh, that like overshadows everything. And you know, it was a funny little small part. I like <laughs> the part where he's like they're watching the show, like to see like his kids are watching the show to see his dad, and then they're like. Why did it just download whatever Ariana Grande's character's <laughs> song on my phone? I did without my permission. <laughs> it just downloaded the newest single. Yeah. Without even asking. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I think uh, I think it's definitely like a fun commentary for sure. Yeah. I think also like it kind of like addresses like the like I mean, okay, let's 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 talk about the big elephant in the room. Hmm. This is coming off of COVID, yeah. coming in, you know, possibly another wave of COVID. Going into one or coming <clears throat> in, the, in the throes of one, I yeah. would say. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, this movie, I could see a lot of people being like, you know, maybe they're too close to COVID yeah. and too close to like a, you know, like a, a an emergency and, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but, like, but what, what better time to do it though? Yeah, true, true. You know, why wait? Why wait? If you have something you want to say about how, but it, you know, the general public and the media and the yeah. government at large reacts to a, you know, existential crisis of some kind, like mm-hmm. why not better time yeah. to make that statement than <clears throat> in, the, in the thick of it? Yeah, and you know, I think I think uh, one of the things. I mean, just for clarification, yeah, this movie's definitely like about this idea of scientists warning of some possible threat, yeah, and the government not taking it seriously or right. acting slowly. Like when they first tell them, they're like, 
we'll we'll monitor the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, or where they're like, he's like. It's not a hundred percent. Okay. Well, scientists don't like to say a hundred percent, you know, and, and how like, you know, alarm bells, alarm bells may be ringing, you know, from a scientific community or whatever other community that monitors things as such. Right. And how, you know, governments may be inept and not, and inactive, how the media warps it to be like, right. oh, it's not as serious as it is, or, you know, and how the general public like gets a hold of Yeah, <laughs> the general public gets a hold of it, and half the people think it's a hoax, half the people are, you know, freaking out and in panic and disarray, right. and there's no clear, you know, progress forward, no clear... Yeah you know cooperation to you know address yeah, a problem it's, just it's more just like yeah disarray and 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 you know making the problems that much worse you know True. also <laughs> or I, just sitting by and letting it happen yeah which is and, what essentially and then basically uh kind of just being at the beck and call of like these you know these elites like the jeff bezos elon musk character mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. he uh you know that that's I mean, that's how the fucking government works. That's why the government fucking pays Elon Musk to drill holes. Yeah, no, it Where was... are the tunnels, by the way? I keep hearing about these goddamn tunnels that Elon Musk is digging. And well, I... <laughs> I do think it's funny with the uh, with the technocrat guy. Like, how when he first, like, um, comes to talk to the president, and they're like, oh, uh, Peter, whatever his name is, he is here to see you. He just wanders in. Yeah, yeah. He just, like, walks into the situation room. Yeah. <laughs> Where I found I found this funny throughout the movie. There's like a lot of moments where I'm like, why is this guy here? Either him in the situation yeah. room, how the media personality, the the anchor who yeah. starts having a relationship with Leo after he gains well, his well, he, also, like superstar status as the you know the astronomer, sexy, like the sexy, the sexy yeah. astronomer. Yeah. She's in the situation room well, as they're trying well, to blow Jonah, up the jo- meteor, the, the comet. Com- Jonah Hill makes a comment about it in that scene. Mm-hmm. Where he goes like, oh well, she's a, a ultra eagle diamond. He's an ultra eagle diamond backer, so he gets, he gets <laughs> yeah. clearance. Yeah, he gets to just come in and, and and as soon as he comes in, he's like, I gotta talk to you. She's like right away, she's like, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, like and it's like almost like she answers to him, yeah. you know. Which yeah. and and then they call off their plan in order to go with his plan, which is to break the comet up into little pieces in order to extract the mineral wealth right. from it. You know, with this like you know, weird technology that yeah. doesn't it really exist. Something he cooked up, you know, in a, okay. in a half baked laboratory. Yeah. And one of the, one of the ongoing jokes that I loved about this was like when they listened to him, like, like most of it is like failures. Like a lot of like <laughs> the ongoing joke is that like, Oh, we keep putting our trust in these guys who are like, you know, like, uh, like evangelical, like te- techno, you know, technocratic type people, mm-hmm. you know, that like, like oh yeah, I'm a visionary. Where the guy, yeah. where the and guy even, goes like, you think I'm a businessman? <laughs> <laughs> he was like super offended that he called him a businessman. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I'm a visionary. I'm saving yeah. humanity. I'm saving t- classic said, Musk yeah. talk. You know, yeah. like some of his lines like sounded like exactly the way Musk 100%, talks. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. You know, and we hate Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, has that not been established yet? Yeah, no. I mean, well, I just I think every chance we get. We should just, you know, put it out there. Fuck Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, I like how his idea about, like, how to, you know, the solution for this is very, like, far-flung, too. And even the legitimate scientists 
are like, I don't think this is going to work. This is like yeah, ridiculous. Then, this then, is then, like... then they mentioned that they kept on firing a scientist who would speak out against yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and they decide, the government decides, yeah, let's go with him, which is kind of what's happened with Elon yeah. Musk is he's, you know, got these grand ideas, yeah. nothing really like solid or concrete. And it's all bullshit. It's yeah. all just bullshit, yeah. you know, most of the time. And nothing, yeah. and nothing, and it never materializes, which is what happens. Yeah. They try his they get plan. These subsidies, basically, Elon, the, the like Tesla gets like you know, gets a shit ton of money, and then you know, that's that. That's that. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, for real, like the. And it doesn't work though. It doesn't, it doesn't materialize. Yeah. I mean, he has these like Even, contraptions that like look like you know, you know, like far future, yeah, like yeah. robotic devices, and he's like, yes. Oh, this will they'll go onto the meteor and they'll drill into it. Like it's a and, very like yeah. like extreme idea. Like, and he has a hologram when yeah. he shows it also, which it, I think it's is, like super complicated, yeah. super expensive for like what could just be like, let's just shoot a fucking like the solution is more clear and simple. It's like just fucking shoot the fucking nuke at it and and, and deflect it. But no, yeah. he's got like some crafty little ideas so that they can so that basically they can exploit yeah. it. You know, and I, I was telling you um, before we started recording, I like this um, recurring theme that was also in Vice that Adam McKay had in Vice and in this one. And he says this about Dick Cheney and Vice. And I, I think the theme is kind of present here. He's like, he's like, what makes Dick Cheney and other powerful men like him, you know, so where their Dastardly. skill lies, where their skill lies almost is that. Where everybody else sees disaster and catastrophe, they see profit and opportunity. Right. You know, and I think it's that's... like their brain is, like, wired differently. I, I, right? I like that idea, and I see that even with the COVID pandemic. Yeah, like for sure. Many... It's a disaster and a catastrophe for most people. Yeah, remember all, but, those, remember all those Congress people got in trouble for uh, basically uh, buying stock? Like Yeah, and, for, for, for yeah. the wealthy and the elites and, yeah. and the profiteers, they... They exploit a a, a a a catastrophe. They exploit a crisis, yeah. and they profit off of yeah. it. They see that's like that's the American entrepreneur way yeah. is where everybody else is suffering at the hands of some crises. You're making a killing off of it, yeah. you know. And, and all that's, the money made because of nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's to me the standout theme in this in this yeah. film is is that idea of you know profit from crisis but only for yeah. the few the privileged few the wealthy yeah. the business the businesses and yeah. your business interests and and the technocrats and other elites and yeah and you know you know so on that when i think when i think about like you know like uh this movie like the one snapshot of this movie is meryl streep who was awesome in this um she's smoking a cigarette and then like right by her she's smoking near like a flammable tank <laughs> and then she goes like Listen, she's talking to Leo. Listen, the adults are the adults are taking care of this, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, that pretty much sums up this movie. <laughs> you know, you know, I'll I'll tell you something that I know this was probably done on purpose to be aggravating, um, but it aggravated me, and it, I I know you've seen this from the quote unquote resistance is so oh, when yeah. the campaign starts, you know, uh, Madam President begins her goes on the campaign trail. Her motto is "Don't look up." Name of the film, duh. And and the resistance is the resistance <laughs> is look up, you yeah. know. And um, yeah. but then they have like a very sanctimonious 
uh yeah. cringe inducing yeah the just kind of like shitty the, the like song yeah that with ariana grande and yeah kid cuddy were basically there was like, it kid cuddy yes it was no that was that was kid cuddy playing yeah, that Scott character Muscutty. that's kid cuddy oh shit okay yeah. huh yeah it didn't say it said his full birth name so i don't recognize his yeah. his uh yeah that's, his that, birth he name. made a comment you're like tell me why does it sound like travis scott because i'm like because it's kid cuddy <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were just saying it's it's like kid travis scott's like kid cuddy as i thought that's what you were saying no no no, no. that that's was literally, literally kid, kid, kid cuddy <laughs> yeah kid cuddy he's, he's, he's he acts and he acts oh, i didn't know that every now and then yeah yeah and like yeah they do some like pop like between like massive pop stars the- who are also part of the elite and <laughs> in, in, in their own Right, in their own respect you know do some like song yeah. like look up you know like against the quote-unquote government and yeah. you know a presidential administration end, it's pointless it's all meaningless just gestures yeah and, and it is very cringe inducing like it made me like if i was it there went on, it went on very long like, yeah yeah and, and they're singing and they're like look up you know the comments coming we have to be aware ways awareness and i'm like dude they do this in real life too and it always fucking kind of yeah. grosses me out and pisses me off and it makes the people that are dissenting already like more empowered because yeah. they, they're like oh look at how fucking yeah you're fucking like, annoying These yeah, dorks yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes everybody back like, oh see like fucking the pop stars and and whatever they're yeah. fucking having their moment and they're, they're, you know right. yeah they're trying to like spread you know awareness about something that i'm already you know skeptical about and it just i think it just drives people further towards the opposite yeah. side even though that's the quote-unquote resistance Seriously. and they have like they have a sh- very bad campaign yeah. and i think it's done on purpose in I the mean, film they what, have a very bad campaign yeah. that mirrors how a lot of these you know whatever the fuck you want to call it i, I mean, don't want to put like okay, political okay. Our, t- our, labels our, our, go ahead we can we can tie it back to something mm-hmm. you i've seen it a bunch during the Biden presidency where they try to take like trending stuff like on tiktok like mm-hmm. most recently i don't know if you saw it he did this one with the Jonas Brothers, right? And it was over that popular YouTube series. Uh, it's called Side Talk, where mm-hmm. they interview all of these, like, um, like you know, just people of New York, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the you know the Bang Bang, you know that that's that thing. And yeah. they did like the the a uh, TikTok where they're you know basically just lip syncing it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the Jonas Brothers in the White House, right? And it's just basically spread like you know. You know, get vaccinated, yeah, Jack. Get yeah. vaccinated, when they do Jack. shit like that. And then that. at the end, it's like, it's like, did you get it? And it cuts back to Biden with the phone. He's like, oh, we got it. <laughs> yeah. Know, that's cringe. Yeah, it is cringe. And when they do stuff like that, it, it feels phony. Yeah. It feels phony. And that's how the campaign in this, it right. feels forced. It feels phony. I think that's done intentionally, yeah. but that's how a lot of those campaigns, True. you know, that they, you know, gather celebrities to, to, to campaign yeah. for and, you know, try and join in on social media and pop culture trends to try and push, Imagine. you know, let's use the most obvious example, vaccines, yeah. you know, um, yeah, and you said the Imagine shit was so fucking good. Yeah, dude, dude, so dude that, was, that was like, that was top tier cringe, yeah. dude. Like, and it just made you be like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Like, I hope COVID gets you. Yeah, d- <laughs> dude, there have been, there's been some shit, even though, like, I think a lot of it, a lot of this shit comes from conservative people trying to be like, look at these dumb libs. Yeah. But sometimes I see, like, I saw, like, in, I uh, get where the animosity towards oh, yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. comes from. One hundred percent, because it's and it's it makes, condi- cause it's, con- it's not it's, even just cringe; it's condescending yeah, too. Yeah, because like you know, it's people feel like, oh, oh, okay, Danny government, you're telling me to take the vaccine. You yeah. know what I mean? But like, I remember uh, there there was uh, this year for Christmas, mm-hmm. Biden 
like I, I guess it was probably Joe Biden who mm-hmm. organized it, but they had like all these nurses who sang this song and they were all wearing masks and mm-hmm. it was just like it's like yeah. another like and it's yeah. just like stuff like it's that. Just so, yeah, it's just like listen. I agree, but when I see this shit, I wish I could retroactively take the booster and both shots of the vaccine out of my body because it, <laughs> yeah. they're just so cringe. It makes you not want to do it. Yes, yeah. yeah, it makes you. It takes something where you're like, yeah, common sense, something we can agree mm-hmm. on. And th- this is actually a point I wanted to bring up. It feels like you're playing part. You're being. You're playing their game when yeah. you when you see that stuff, and then <clears> you. You know, you're playing into the bullshit. Yeah. You're playing into like the the star fucker culture that we live that yeah. exists in America. And <laughs> I do understand why certain people might see stuff like that, and then you know, you know, using the example of vaccines because it's most obvious. Yeah, you know, be like, oh, so it's all these celebrities and all these you know stupid bullshit trends be, yeah, telling us to do this. Like, you know, therefore, like I'm not going to conform because you know. It, it, it feels like conformity when you see stuff like that. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'll go get the vaccine because Joe Biden yeah. sang a song with a bunch of nurses or whatever the fuck it is, you yeah, know, or and, fucking Gal Gadot fucking and singing Imagine at the beginning. Yeah. Dude, that, I, I still I like that song is burnt into my memory. That's how cringe it is. That, so I will say because I believe it was all done on purpose. I will say that was probably one of my more it made me pissed and it made me cringe but i think that was on purpose because yeah. i was like upset watching it and i was like oh fuck off yeah and then, this movie is then, very like nihilistic I yeah feel. <laughs> uh, i definitely think it was done on purpose and you know oh but- I-, I did see this thing a while ago yeah, several on. months ago um and it was talking about how can you convince uh the vaccine hesitant to um, get vaccinated and it was like the last thing we need is more efforts from celebrities and politicians and True. more empty campaigns like what will work best is like grassroots like yeah. just talking to your f- family members and friends who may be an- from vaccine hesitant to right out- outright anti-vaxxers yeah. yeah just be patient and talk with them because they'll be more willing to listen to an individual they know yeah. and trust and that comes from a place of and like comes from good faith yeah yeah rather than that kind of bullshit that is the but kind even, of bullshit that even, pushes even, people away but even sometimes when you come in the best of faith you know there's a lot yeah. of people i mean look aren't... i've had my experience too with with you know arguing in my own personal life with yeah. with fa- friends and family mm-hmm. about the vaccine I'm and sure, not even I'm like sure i'm everyone pushing has. it outright it's not even like i'm telling somebody what to do just you know rebutting their skepticism and i'm it's not always ended well for me you know so it's difficult i I want i wanted to bring up this one point just kind of go into like the science if you don't mind sure so um i don't know if you agree with this but personally i believe like if we're comparing this movie to like the pandemic Mm -hmm. i know it's also supposed to be kind of make like climate change yeah climate change but i think we can it can all just wrap up any like mass like level like yeah something where we all need to band together Mm -hmm. and figure it out yeah um that and like kind of set aside like go ahead I think Leonardo DiCaprio for sure was playing like a Fauci like character right because like look Fauci he gets a lot of hate Mm -hmm. he gets you know and some deserve it some but like mostly like he's just doing his job you Mm -hmm. know what I mean he's just doing his job he's like the voice for the voice for like you know the CDC Mm -hmm. and you know he's like very prominent right Mm -hmm. and the thing is is that I think that you know I think you know, I don't know if this is, I guess it's controversial, but I think most of the time Fauci is talking in good faith. I feel like he's just, you know, trying to, I think he's, 
trying his best to convey a message that might and like you know like Leo says it at one point he goes like and not Leo actually uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character is like maybe that what we're supposed to be saying isn't supposed to be nice maybe we don't you know what I mean like because it should scare the shit out of you it should you know but that should bolster everybody to work together and you know like mm-hmm. but like what do we get in the beginning of the pandemic we had hoarding of resources the to- the infamous toilet paper you know what i mean like i don't know man it's it just it, it just really and then like leo has that point where at the end where he like has a breaking point and he's like where she goes where the the news anchor lady and it's funny because the the um show they're on is like supposed to be like a daytime talk like show that does some news so like good morning america type yeah. and um you know the the, she, she, the Kate Blanchett she was very good um she plays a female reporter and mm-hmm. she uh person she, media person the media person yeah basically um and she goes and she goes like so some people are saying that this asteroid isn't even real. Some, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just putting the, like, you're, like, not, you're trying to be, like, pleasing to everybody and have mm. an all-encompassing because you want, you know, a ton of viewership yeah. because that's what sells, right? And she goes, like, look, some people are saying this. Please explain it to us, oh, uh, sexy, uh, sexy astrologist, astronomer. Yeah, sexy <laughs> astrologist. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's like, and then Leo breaks. He's like, he's like, if we can't agree on the basic principles, if we can't like, like agree co- on reality, right? And like with yeah. COVID, if people can't even agree on that the it fact exists. that COVID exists. People still yes, think it doesn't yes. exist. People, even after of, having it, people think it a doesn't. Lot, and it's a lot of them are in Florida. Or <laughs> just be like, or just be like, it's not that bad. You don't yeah. even get that sick or yeah. whatever. And it's like, if we can't even agree on the bait, it's like befuddling, right? Yeah. It's like, if you want to talk about, like recently, like if you want to argue like certain pro- policies of the cdc like recently i kind of agree that some leftists have said that basically uh the cdc is kowtowing to business and shortening the time which you need to be uh isolated Mm -hmm. if you if you come into contact or they shorten it from 10 to 5 days right Mm -hmm. and and like I was saying is when they drop when they drop a new policy, there's usually science that backs it up to be like, listen, this is why we believe this. This is why we're doing this, right? This time they didn't, and they're just like, ah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And it seems like, and it was coming right off of like I was saying the uh, talking the other day that it was coming right off of Delta uh, not being able to get flights out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you know. But at the same time, I feel like he's doing it, he's, like, you know, I'm not, like, a Fauci, like, you know, fanboy or anything. But I'm, like, I just think that the guy is just in his job and he's just trying to do his job and he's a scientist. And he's probably one of the, you know what I mean? He's probably pretty smart to get to where he's been at, you know, to be, like, one of the lead, like, I don't even know what his actual, like, you know, but I'm sure he's, like, a virologist or Mm. whatever. Epidemiologist, that's what Mm -hmm. I think it's called. Um... But yeah, you know, I definitely think Leo was like a good stand-in for that as uh, far as like how fame can kind of like, you know, like and I, I will say I really like the development of uh, of Leo's character. A lot of um, the characters had really good arcs. Yeah, I, I like how at the beginning <clears throat> he starts as like this 
you know, bumbling, awkward, you know, panic astronomer, yeah, panic attacks, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> he's just some guy working in some small-time well, astronomy people, lab. People keep calling you sexy, you're starting <laughs> yeah. to start having to be good. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, you know, how he develops, you know, becoming this, you know, the face, essentially, of, like, the main, you know, issue at hand, a superstar scientist, you know, right? And how he kind of develops to be a little bit. He he starts to, even though he he at the end reverts back to you know, to you know ringing the alarm bell so to speak. Like right. he does kind of like when at the height of his media clout, he does start to take on an air of feeling somewhat dishonest and somewhat like he's in yeah. it for the fame and and, like and the power he, of like it. Like he knows he's you know? like selling bullshit and like he's like. He's, like, basically just towing the government line and, like, being, like, he wants to believe that the government is going to actually do this to save humanity. Yeah, Yeah. and I don't know if I necessarily um, will say that he's exactly, that Leo's character is exactly a stand-in for Fauci. Yeah. Like, I guess it's reminiscent of it, and it, and it reminiscent of, like, you know, how much time in, like, the focal point of the forefront of the media can, like, how that can warp either your own perspective on yourself or how you act, you know, and also people's perspective on you. Cause Leo's character, he starts off likable as this awkward astronomer. And then he becomes a little bit like, you know, he starts having, he starts having an affair with. Yeah. And he becomes less likable, you know, while being in the spotlight while being, you know, the it guy, you know, so to speak, he becomes less likable, um, you know, while he's at the height of his, you know, media attention. Mm. Uh, and I think something similar do, does yeah. also happen to Fauci. Like when he first came about, nobody knew who he was. Yeah. But, you know, as time goes on, like, all of a sudden, everybody's got an opinion about Dr. <laughs> Fauci. <laughs> you know, like him, hate him, uh, uh, or somewhere in I'm the middle. Like, I'm, like, indifferent to Yeah, I'm I indifferent just, I, I'm too. Just like, I'm just like, he's a scientist. Yeah, I mean, he's just a spokesman. I mean, there's tons and tons, many more scientists. It's just a case of killing the messenger. Yeah, and whatnot, <laughs> working on it. And what what I will say in regards to what you're saying about the CDC, though, because I did have a point or something I want to say, I think and I think it's kind of the same thing in this film, like inconsistent messaging is is very a poor move. It's very bad. Especially when you're supposed to be like a trusted source that's supposed to ease people's worries. Yeah. and And you're trying to garner like public, you know, cooperation and participation and and, you know, understanding but, like, these inconsistent messaging, you know, becomes, like, starts to make people confused and, and skeptical. Like, even I've experienced it myself. Like, the inconsistency with the masking. You go into a restaurant yeah. or a bar and it says, wear the mask. And then, literally, you walk you walk from the door to the bar or the table you know, you know 15 feet. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, mask off, like, as if COVID just avoids you when you're yeah. at the bar I, but it's or, or at every, the table. Every, like, sane mask wearers have all agreed on is, like, yeah. Well, as soon as I take it off, it's fine. But here's the thing. I don't agree. I just, I'm just like, I fucking go into the bar without the mask on because I'm going to fucking take it off. What's the point? It's inconsistent. I told you how I got in a fight in Berlin at the, at the hostel because they were unmasked and they told me to put my mask on when I walked in. I just forgot. I wasn't doing it out of spite. And then I just, they didn't have their mask on. And I told them that my, y'all don't have your masks on. And they're like, well, we're seated. And I was like, are you serious? And then they got in a fucking argument with them. You know what I think it is? I think that a lot of people, and I kind of agree to a certain extent, that, like, mask wearing is, like, an asshole check. 
to check if yeah. a person is an asshole. I mean, I put it on when the no, people no, no, ask no. me. I, I know you would. I know you would. But I'm just saying that, like, the people who make a big stink about them mm-hmm. don't realize that, like, yeah, literally, it's like you put it on and then you go and sit down and then you take it off. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. It's a dumb little dance, but we all do it. It makes everyone feel good. Whatever, right? And yeah, it's inconsistent yeah. for sure. But... I just think it's, I think it's funny when people get like all of, it's like, bro, like literally you wear it for five seconds. <laughs> do, you, do you think the, the, uh, well, the messaging in, in, in how the, the scientists in the film approach it, do you think that Leo and, and Jennifer Lawrence are ever inconsistent? Jennifer Lawrence is fairly consistent. Yeah, no, character. no, she's 100% consistent. I think also She's like, the one who seems yeah, the most real, but while watching this film, there's like a, a very much a tinge of like fakeness to it all yeah. and phoniness. Like I had a little bit of like a Holden Caulfield moment where I'm like, oh, everybody's so fake. The media's so fake. The president's fake. You know, the only real character that feels well, to be real is Jennifer Lawrence. Well, you know, you know throughout like, the film. You know, yeah, for sure. What, and she's the one that gets sent away <laughs> to go work at, at a BevMo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, they take I, her off the grid. Yeah, they take her off the grid and they black bag her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, I think the, the feeling that this movie is trying to like, evoke in the viewer is like mm-hmm. if you agree that like you know that covid is real <laughs> if you agree that you know global warming is happening mm-hmm. if you like like all these things right these these mass events that are possible right if mm-hmm. you believe i mean and glo- like i said global warming is happening but it's like this feeling that people have when they see people disagree with them about like, you know, because there's, of course, climate deniers. There's always there's there's been climate deniers mm-hmm. all the time. And a lot of them are in the pocket of big business. But it's it's like this feeling where you it seems like something that we should all agree on. Mm-hmm. But you feel crazy. This movie makes you feel crazy yeah. and being like, how do they not just like get all on the same page? Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. like, you know, it's it's you know, some funny parts was like Jonah Hill, the part where he goes like. Oh, fuck. He goes like, he's like, there's three types of people. There's, there's, uh, there's you, the working class. Yeah, as they're there's campaigning. Us, the cool rich, and then them. Them, yeah. But we need them because we use them to get you to vote for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In no uncertain terms, the most clearly and stated. And that's basically yeah. reactionary conservative politics yeah. in that show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, essentially. The one uh, last theme I'd like to bring up, um, and this is something that bothers me in real life too a lot, um, is just a general idea of denialism. Um, you know, I, I think yeah. denialism is like very pervasive for sure in American political discourse or whatever the fuck it might be. I think denialism is just inherent to maybe human beings. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, whether it's denialism about COVID, climate change, the obvious denial about, you know, racial issues. You know, that's a big thing is, yeah. you know, a lot of times people will deny that there's any racial issues, denial ab- about wealth inequality, mm-hmm. denial about all these issues that need addressing, that need you know, cooperation and unity and, 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 you know, the public working together to address and change and move forward and progress, you know, there's always pockets of denialism holding us back, you know, denying, just deny that the problem's there. And then we never have to address it, you know, because addressing the problem's hard and, but denialism is, is, is inherent to like, even, even like in your personal life, you know, you might deny 
people in drug who have a drug problem deny that yeah. they have a drug problem, even when it's so obvious and apparent to everybody on the outside, you know, and, yeah. and, and, or if you're in a bad relationship, you might deny that it's abusive or whatever, even when it's apparent to everybody on the outside and, and, and to right. people that see the issue and see the problem and are like wanting to work forward towards finding a solution and, you know, feel like they're crazy, you right. know, addressing denialism. How do you not see this? Yeah. Um, I think and it's almost like you can't argue with it because it's like, how do you talk to somebody who's living a different reality, yeah. you know, or just denying well, the basic facts? How do you address a problem yeah. when people are saying, no, there is no problem? Yeah, you know, I, I think um, I think it goes back to like what they said when Leo was first getting onto the show, they're like, keep it light. We like mm -hmm. to keep it light and fun. Yeah. And, and then no Jennifer bad Lawrence, feelings, no bad feelings. And Jordan, Jennifer Lawrence is like, do you know what we're here for? Do you know, like, <laughs> yeah. do you know what's like, we're here to tell you that the world is in danger. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's and, like, Oh, no bad feelings. Yeah. You know, and I think, um, at least for me, you know, it might've been ev evident for others as well. Positive but, vibes only, man. But the Trump administration made me really, f like, think that, like, a lot of his followers just want to feel good. And Trump makes them feel good. Makes them feel special. That's why they fucking, that's why they stormed the Capitol. Because Trump, like, even at the end, Trump was, like, telling him, all right, you guys gotta go home. He goes, like, I love you and you all are very special. Mm -hmm. Trump just made them, he made them feel good. He made them feel like, yeah, like, even you're supporting this person who, you know, might be divisive, might ostracize you from your family. But, you know, he acknowledges that you're, a, a, you know... The American, uh, not American, uh, American exceptionalism. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're all very special. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think, um, I think there's something, to, you know, that's like a, a good way to like manipulate people and to like get mm -hmm. them to like, you know, like, and it's funny, like, I, I keep, I keep thinking about this. Like when I'm thinking about something to say, I'm, I keep thinking about the Chris, cause there's a lot of great bit parts in this movie. But the Chris Evans cameo where he's a, the actor in the movie yeah. and he's like, he's got the the button that has an arrow pointing both up and down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like, because, you know, I think we need to stop arguing in this world <laughs> yeah. and, you know, get along. He'll be the vision. <laughs> and that's funny because you heard a lot of lib libs say shit like that in regards to a lot of like you said like the denialists uh from like mm -hmm. you know denying that covid is real or the vaccines are yeah. gonna oh fence sitting is just another form of denialism yeah it's one that makes the fence sitter or the enlightened centrist as I like to call them yeah. you know feel a little bit sanctimonious in their own right yeah you know? yeah exactly exactly it's like we're not ostracizing anybody mm -hmm. everyone's you know what I mean? all opinions are valid yeah <laughs> when in reality no they're not <laughs> not even ours <laughs> definitely not mine definitely not yours um but yeah let's talk about jennifer lawrence real quick because i don't feel sure, like we sure. touched on her and she's like the co-lead um i think her characters it, like i said i think both her and leo's characters uh the arcs were written mm -hmm. very well like the arc of their character like with Jennifer Lawrence, like, you could definitely see, like, one of the funniest moments is, like, yeah, and they'll be named after her, mm -hmm. right? And the comet is, like, her last name's comet or whatever, yeah. right? And it's, like, crazy because, like, 
Imagine like you're the person who just discovers it, and basically the thing that's gonna destroy the Earth is named after <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. In regards to her character, I think uh, she's supposed to be like a stand-in for the viewer. Yeah. Um, because like you know, as the audience, you can see the comments real. You know the comments real. You're following the story, and you know she's you know adamant that the comments real. Keeps trying to tell people the comments real. And then, you know, as a viewer, you're frustrated. Oh, nobody's listening. They want to, you know, mess around yeah. and talk about, you know, this pop star's breakup. And, you know, she, you just want to scream at them. And that's what she does. Yeah. Like, aren't you, are you all fucking stupid? You're all going to fucking die. And then what they did, you know? they meaned her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then at the end, she kind of just gives up. She's like, oh, fuck it. They deserve it. There's the comment. Fuck them. You You know, and that's kind of how I felt as the viewer. Like, you know, at first it's frustration. You know it's real. At first it's frustration. Then apathy. And then you just accept it. And you accept your demise. (laughs) You remember when there was that that young girl? I forget what. I think she was from, like, a Nordic country. But her name was, like... Thunberg? Yeah, Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, like... You remember, like, how she was, like, you know... Nasty little girl. Yeah, nasty little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She was just raising alarms about global warming. You know, like, someone, you know... And what happened? Like, reactionary conservative media all just memed her into oblivion. Like, oh, this little girl doesn't know what she's talking Mm. about. Like, oh, she's... You know what I mean? It's... It's it's frustrating and it's it's frustrating how like uh like the the disc the, they got the conservative discourse perfectly I think for me personally mm-hmm. because like the they they didn't show a bunch of them going on the, the like Patriot News Network right yeah, yeah. and uh, when he's it's a, like a panel with like the you know arguing with the two scientists mm-hmm. and she goes he goes like how can we trust you. The comments named after you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's peak conservative discourse, all right? Where yeah. it's just like you take something so small and completely missing the point. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, That's irrelevant. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I don't know. I, I think her character was, yeah, I think I agree. She's like a stand in for the audience, like being like, How is everyone not? How is everyone not fucking freaking out? Like, how is there? She's like, I cry five times a day. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. And it's funny because the one time she does, like, there's just like some average people and she's talking about it in that, uh, that restaurant. Mm hmm. And she's like says like yeah they're they're gonna blow up the meteor into smaller parts because they want to mine the resources. Yeah. (laughs) And the line that she says that really stuck with me is that they're she's like. They're not even as, like, smart as, like, like when she's hanging out with all this uh, street punk, shouts out to Timothy Chalamet. He was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I didn't understand why his character was a part of it at the no, end. No, he was perfect. He was perfect. Um, I was like, why is he here? Yeah. Um, what, is this, what is this character supposed to be? But, like, they were talking about, like, all these different conspiracy theories, right? Like, about, like, oh, I heard that they paid Costa Rica. Chile. <laughs> Chile money to yeah. let the asteroid hit off their coast. Like, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, the thing is, you're giving them too much credit. They're not that smart. They're just... They're just money hungry and they're capitalists. And a lot of it is 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 ineptitude too. Ineptitude yeah. and incompetence. Is that famous quote? Never attribute to malice what you can attribute to <clears throat> incompetence. True. So, and I think that's really the true message of of. I think that's usually the deal with our government a lot of times. So. Yeah. You know. Um. Anyways, I'll give I'll give you my final 
yeah, thoughts on this. Um, overall, I think the premise is great and and both hilarious and intriguing and very provocative all at once, like a, a movie about, you know, there's been impact movies before, For sure. you know. Um, the one I compared it to before was like Idiocracy. There's mm-hmm. also, you know, if you want to like even take it back to the first movie we, we reviewed on this channel, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Strangelove. Very yeah. much in the same and I also felt, I said Network. It reminded me of Network I've never a little seen bit. it, but we should maybe review it. That's a good it. one. Yeah. You know, it's kind of just about, it's, it, a lot of it, because of the media shitstorm of this of this film, it, it's kind of a, a, a film about media shitstorms in its own time. It's a little yeah. bit of an old, it's from the 70s, I think. Okay. You know, but um, anyways, it reminded me of, of that one a little bit. Um. I think the premise is really cool. I love the character developments of both Leo and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I love the little bits, too. Like, Jonah Hill was excellent and hilarious. As Don Jr. Yeah, Meryl Streep was excellent and hilarious. You know, the little bits, like, about, you know, from Ron Perlman being, like, this country <laughs> bumpkin going up to, to fight the asteroid. Because America needs it. Yeah. He's like, Leo goes, like... Hey, uh, you know we could just remotely fly this plane. He's like, no, American is a hero. <laughs> yeah, um, you know the little bit about the general charging them for for the uh, the snacks, um, the bits about them, you know, getting constantly taken away by the FBI, yeah. <laughs> getting the hoods turned on their heads, the FBI being like, take them off the grid. Yeah, you know, um, you know. So I thought it was it was very funny uh, throughout, and the little bits were very funny. Um, at times, it felt. Uh, what was the review, the critique that you read me before? It said trivializing in a way. Um, it can be, it, it did at times feel like it was like too grand almost, you know? And I feel like this, the, it was a little, the grandioseness was a little too heavy at times. And that also trivialized it in a way. I mean, there's a lot of great <sighs> material here in this movie. Like, look, we watched this movie and we spent more time talking about you know other issues right you know in the country rather than the film itself so i think it's a great film for starting conversation and for branching off into you know larger conversation about the current state of it all Mm -hmm. um but um you know i think the movie on its own um kind of was like lacking in in subtlety i feel like a bit more subtlety like you can keep the humor and everything, but like a little bit more subtlety and, and less of a heavy hand. But see, if you had more subtlety, um, then you wouldn't have the brilliance of Jonah Hill's character. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Jonah Hill can stay <clears throat> in and be just fine the way he is. But like, it does feel like it was, you know, a little scattered at times and all over the place. And it made it feel, yeah, a little trivializing because of that. In, in the way that, you know, I don't know. It could have just been done, the satire, a bit more smoother. It felt like, you know, it was a roller coaster up and down a lot of times and, and jarring because of that. And, and you know, at some points too obvious and too ham-fisted uh, that it made me be like, okay, like, what, like, where, where are they trying to take this? I felt sometimes, you know, okay. and it was, so it was jarring. And at the end, it was kind of like, you know... You know, at the end, the, the ash spoilers alert. The asteroid, the, the comet hits the Earth. It's just, everything's destroyed. You know, and I kind of like that. Like I feel like it would have been it, any it other ending. Yeah, any end. other ending would have been cheesy. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like 
at the end of it all, it's just kind of like, okay, so I was left feeling a little bit like, okay, so what the fuck do I take away from this? Like, you know, shit's fucked and oh well, you know? Yeah. and um, It's a very Doomer movie. Yeah, and so it was a little too, yeah, just jarring due to that and, and kind of made it at times a little too over-the-top grandiose. Um, but still, I do like how how everything ended the world ended and everything um i would say uh hmm. i mean i i think it's worth a watch i think i think if you're looking for a fun film to watch with friends yeah to to watch with friends um you know that could leave you with a lot of things to talk about at the end and also leave you a bit unsettled about you know and the current g- genuine the, laugh out loud moments yeah for sure. yeah yeah definitely so it was funny it was fun you know but i i feel like it could have gone a little deeper i feel like it stayed at the surface and at the end kind of left you just a little bit like okay so what so you know it's fun in that regard but it also i think left a little bit for me to be desired like i kept saying when i when before we started recording i was like what is the word i'm looking for to to you know describe why where because like something didn't sit right about it at the end with me where i was like so i liked it but like something wasn't sitting right and like you know reading that critique the word trivializing i guess did work a little bit better and um you know so i don't know how else to put it other than just a little too over the top and due to that over the topness the message was lost in the sauce of it all um and the satire too a little bit a little too ham-fisted so i liked it enjoyable watch definitely recommend it with a nice group of friends to have a nice easy hearted discussion with afterwards um but lacking in some of a deeper lacking a deeper dive into its content and and the premise at the end just you know was kind of a a, a I guess I don't know if MacGuffin's the right word, but just a, a, a way to present, you know, the, you know, this media shit storm. When I don't know, I think it could have gone in some other interesting directions. But anyways, just to wrap it up, I'll give it, I'll give it. I'm gonna have to leave it with like a six point seven, about six, six and a half to six and a half to seven, somewhere in that range. I'll, I'll leave it at a six point seven. <clears throat> so. That's not a yikes. My sixes are means it's still a solid film, but just lacking a little bit. It's lacking. All right, so um, I really enjoyed it. I agree. I think the character arcs were awesome. I thought the bit parts were fantastic. They all made me laugh. Like, um, like all of them sprinkled in, just like kind of made this movie pop more, and it made it. Uh, I don't know. It just it made it made the world in which this movie uh, was set in feel more real, especially that it's kind of mirroring our own society. Um, I think that uh, you know. I think I I have to disagree a little bit. I I do. I can understand where a lot of people might think it's over the top, but I think um, I think. It, it's maybe in a way to make it a little bit more palatable. Yeah. I think that this movie will, I think, cause right now as we're speaking, it's not, it's sitting at, um, <clears throat> it's sitting at a, like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, but 
a 77% um, <clears throat> audience score, which I think is interesting. I think that's like a 77, like a 7.7, I think is, yeah. is pretty, pretty fair for this movie. Personally, I think I'm just going to give it a flat eight. I think, yeah. I think this movie is, it's funny. Um, it's probably the funniest movie I've seen in a while that's come out in recent memory. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam McKay, you know, he, uh, it just made another movie that just was really funny and i think it's um i think it's cool to kind of like poke fun at like the shit show that is american discourse that is like you know american politics you know what i mean and and what that would look like in the face of an emergency in the face yeah. of like a a call to arms a call for everyone to like band together and like how would the what did that also in that, that in that one critique sorry it does kind of turn a lot of the characters in the nincompoops like everybody not only do they just look incompetent they look like buffoons and foolish which i think is not maybe Jennifer a little Lawrence. yeah yeah she's the only one but the everyone from the government to the uh, to the technocrat to the general public of in this film they all kind of just look foolish in a, in a way that's unbelievable, I think. They're a little too stupid. I think it's very They're a little too stupid. I think it's... I think... I think... I think they are that stupid. I think... Maybe not to this degree, for sure. Definitely. But, like, I definitely think... Um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I kind of came in with low expectations. I wanted to see it. But because I saw the reviews, I thought it... I thought maybe... I was worried that maybe it would be bad. But no, I think the reviews are a little too a harsh little on too it. Harsh, yeah. for sure. Um, and you know, there's always that crowd of reviewers too that are like, "Keep politics out," you know. Yeah. So they exist yeah. in all realms and of also, media. Like, I think some of the doomer elements might turn some people off of it. You know, a lot of people when they want to watch a movie, they want to watch something that makes them feel good. <laughs> and I think, you know, uh, the 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 prayer that Jonah Hill says at the end of the movie where he's like, I want to pray for stuff. I think I like things, I like apartments, the watches, yeah, cool shit, you know, and <laughs> dope cars. And that's really ultimately what, what Americans care about the most, you know? And like, yeah. um, you know, like you think about it, like when you see these, like, like recently, like, uh, I don't know if you saw it. There was a, uh, <laughs> funny enough, uh, a setting for one of our favorite songs, Bloodbath at Burger King. Oh yeah. Uh, there was a there was a, like an anti masker pro- demonstration at a Burger King, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's and and that's ultimately like what it all boils down to, right? It, it's like it's like the 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 revolution for hogs will be fought at Applebee's. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like. It's, it's you know, you know what I'm trying to say. No, I don't know what revolution for hogs means. Well, like, for that crowd, for a lot of reactionary right-wing people, like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, the end-all, be-all, like, you know, like, consumerist, you know, being able to consume like you used to consume before. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And when that gets disrupted, that's when people start, you know, that's when people start giving a shit. Mm -hmm. When they can't have their things and their stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, I... Like I said, I liked it. Um, I uh, I don't think it's perfect. I think that, you know, um, 
I feel like maybe maybe a little too long, but I didn't. It didn't feel super long, but I I feel like it it could have been shortened a little bit. Yeah, could have been um, tightened up. Yeah, uh, I th- yeah I but I think the fact that you know me and you just like kind of rambled on about a bunch of other stuff you know it like it the movie did its job yeah no the movie I, like is, i said I, I think it's a good film yeah. to put on with a good group of friends yeah. and just like have a fun time yeah and just a like conversation yeah, 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 yeah you know and i can definitely see like not to be like you know like an elitist or anything but like a lot of people especially when it's on netflix they're gonna watch the movies on their phones you know, taking a shit or like, you know, while like watch a whole movie on the toilet. <laughs> no, you do that? <laughs> no, I mean that that lead to. You'd a be lot the of craziest problems. one to do that. I know. But like, you know, like have a movie on and then have like Twitter on in the background or scrolling through your phone. I could definitely see you being like, "Oh, I didn't like this movie." Like, you know, so I recommend just sit down. What like you said, watch it with some friends and you know have a little bit of a laugh. And have like, a few drinks. Yeah, and it's 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 good. It's it's good. It's good fun, and I enjoyed it. I, like I said, it's not like the technically the best film, but like I the the notes that the satire hit really struck home with me, and uh, I enjoyed it. So yeah, I'd probably give it like a seven, seven, eight. That's probably where I'd put it. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty good. I think it's fun. But also depressing. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. Before we sign off, I have a question. Sure. That maybe we can get a response from one of our few viewers. Bash Brothers to... Pod at protonmail.com. So as now, um, the Oscars are approaching, and it's, pa- I mean, it's past the end of the year, but now many top movies of twenty twenty one list have been released, and the Oscar. Um, like I told nominees you, like, will be announced mid, soon. Mid to late February. That's yeah. when they get announced. I would like to know if, you know, people would like to hear more reviews of, you know, those Oscar nominees um, or of other movies, people's favorites from 2021. You know, or if, because many movies we've done in the past have been like older films from other decades, you know, decades yeah. old films, you know, which I like doing personally, but, you know, yeah. maybe people might prefer hearing more reviews of more current films, you know, from 2021, you know, Oscar yeah. nominees for this upcoming year or you I know, this think, upcoming I think, Oscars. I think, that, I think that could be fun. I also want to do like maybe some, some ones where we kind of highlight some foreign film because I yes. think there's a lot of foreign film that people sleep on yeah. and that they should be more aware of. And, um, so to one of our, our two, our three viewers out there, listeners, um, if you would like to hear us review um, either the Oscar nominees or other top m- movies from 2021, uh, please let us know. Maybe send us some suggestions of movies you'd like to Bash like Brothers to hear Pod us review and comment on. One more time. Bash Brothers Pod at ProtonMail.com. And I'm going to get a Twitter set up soon, too, so you can always tweet at that Twitter yeah. when it's when it's ready to yeah. go. Well, you're, that already, already you're already on that that garbage website all the time, so yeah. <laughs> so put it to use. yeah, I mean, it was a good way to sp- spread our reach. But anyways, yeah. um, you know, and just engage with people sure. too. Yeah, but yeah, um, for sure, yeah. Uh, That's what yeah, we're I would looking like, for in 2021. Yeah. We're looking for enga- listener engagement, whatever <laughs> yeah. listeners we have. Sure. Uh, so yeah, if you know, I think that's a good. Yeah, idea possibly yeah, yeah. that um you know so so yeah or yeah. if you prefer the old movies too uh 
I think I think we can do a Let little, us know. little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, just for like this upcoming month and maybe in the February. Yeah. You know, just for the first couple months of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Try right to on. try to get try to get all the because a lot of times uh, this is kind of like inside movie knowledge, but a lot of the worst movies come out in January and February. Yeah. That's I. I mean, it might be different. It's a slow season from film. Yeah, it might be. Uh, it might be different. Like, like Christmas is like when it's like ramped yeah, up. Yeah, summer, like, summer. It's you know, summer holidays and 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 winter holidays is you yeah. know, obviously when the most films so, coming out. But yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, check it out. Uh, we're thinking maybe doing licorice pizza. Yeah. Sounded interesting. Or uh, the new Wes Anderson. The new Wes Anderson. French Dispatch. Yeah, so we got we got a couple lined up. We're gonna give you our recommendations, you know, because like I think a lot of people, you know, they see the movies in the Oscars, they see them, and they go like, "What is this shit?" Yeah. You know, yeah, and and we'll do the heavy lifting for yeah, you. We'll, we'll do, the, do the watching, yeah. and we'll give you our reactions. Yeah, we'll tell you whether or not you should watch yeah. it. All right. Yeah, this one's worth a watch, but with some good friends, with a few drinks, yeah. and. In yeah, the right setting. So. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, I think I'll do it for this us this week. Thank you again for listening. If you stay through all this, again, bashbrotherspod at protonmail.com. Send us just just send us anything. So- I don't want to set the world on fire. I don't want to set the world on fire. (laughs) I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have but one desire. And that one is you, no other will do. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love. And with your admission that you feel the same, I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming of, believe me, I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. I don't want to set the world on fire, honey. 